Welcome to Huge Quickly Podcast. I'm Danny. Good evening, Rebecca. Hi, Danny. So happy you're here. Oh, good to be here. It's been a while. I took a week off. <laughs> yep. Uh, my my whole scheduling is just, uh, it's hard. It's, it's hard to get back on track. I know. I'm sorry. And I've, I mean, I'm starting school again. I'm going to be difficult. That's ah, okay. You got you have some real stuff to do. You got Parkinson's research. Yeah. And also getting in touch with super old high school bands. You just went to Taking Back Sunday. I did. I, I need to hear about this because oh. I was really sad I wasn't there. I know. It sold out. You just, I mean, you didn't. I did look on, on Friday. I was like, maybe I can get in on this thing. I bet it sold out. It was sold out. I know. But I, I think I told you like a week in advance and you just didn't pull the trigger quick enough. I, th- you know, I tend not to do that. I don't pull the trigger. Well, you missed out. It uh, was so good. I know. I got a good text, a, a good picture, and uh, it just sounded like you guys were having fun. Oh, we did. Um, yeah, it was uh, It was a really good show. It was so loud. Uh, the Used actually uh, was headlining, which was <laughs> Taking Back Sunday and The Used. Oh, yeah. But that is so funny. I know. It was so good. But everybody was really good. Everybody was really into it, though. And there were a ton of people that were like wearing you know, the Used shirts, Yeah, which I was surprised that they still have such a following. What was what was like the average age you think? It was um it was probably like twenty five, you know, like really? mid twenties, yeah. Because I, I think know. it was like everyone that liked him when you know they were first big. <laughs> Man, except for me, because I I wasn't as big into Taking Back Sunday as some of the others. I'll admit it. I was they're always on my radar, of course. Oh yeah, for that whole genre. But yeah, Muse I mean, has some good songs. They did. They didn't play Blue and Yellow though. No, which I was waiting for. Huh. Um, but they had some other good ones. Um, yeah, Taking Back Sunday wasn't like certainly my top. I'm trying to think of their, if I can name a song by the used. I <laughs> would know a lot of them, but I haven't looked them up in so long. Yeah. Uh, well, you probably should. Taking Back Sunday, though, I can remember more of them. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it was, oh, they were so good. But everybody in the crowd was into it. Well, kind of. There was like a mediocre mosh pit. <coughs> there wasn't like, the serious mosh pit like i remember it in that time like when people are swinging fists and legs around you know what i'm talking about no it's just the sort of like dumbest people, kind of no. mosh pit you can have it's just like people pushing each other yeah um but there was a mosh pit uh no it was it was so much fun uh, i went with part of the sasquatch crew and we were all into it when we were in high school except for one guy who just is down for anything and he got into it too let me guess it was dre probably that wasn't into it back then no benna Wow. All right. That's, uh, he seems like, what would he have been listening to then instead? I think the same thing he listens to now, which is just electronic music. Yeah, but in like middle school and into high school, I guess. Uh, he was in Europe for that part of oh, his life. Of course then. Yeah. I saw actually, to, right? of a, I actually saw kind of a funny tweet that was like, Germany in 1946 like as if they are talking and they're like, oh, okay, well, that was kind of crazy. Now I think we're just going to move on to some super weird techno and that's all we're going to do. <laughs> kind of kind of thing. I don't know. I really butchered the hell out of that. Wow. <laughs> it was actually funny when I read it. It was oh, like, okay. that's all they've been doing since. Right. You know, and it's like, I, I don't know. I picture them doing that in like weird porn. That's all I know about Germany. I mean, I think they do a couple other things too. Nah. No? No. Oh, they make some cars. Oktoberfest. Right. They do some beer things. But you don't have to go to Germany for that. I think it's it might be a little bit better there than it is here. No. Okay. Is do you, do you think German beer is actually good? Yeah. Like, what's the good stuff? The German kind, like Kolsch. No. Well, that's a that's a that's not like an Americanized German beer, is it? Um, I I mean, I'm sure it's German, but it's probably German in the same way that well, Foster's the good is Australian. Stuff, though? 
No, I mean, um, Kolsch is a whole type. You know, oh, okay, you're right, right. What's the, okay, what's the beer that, it's like the green bottle and it comes with a flip top? Isn't that also called Kolsch? Mm. Or it's, that's the type. Talk about Heineken? Yeah, that's the <laughs> That's one. only green beer. I no, know. it comes with like the, um, it's not like a normal cap. It's like, it got the metal part that you have to like push and it's got a hinge and you open Dang. the whole thing. Someone's like yelling at their, their I'm phone sorry. right now. I don't know. I don't know. All right. <clears throat> anyway. I just picture them sort of being like the Belgian style, but. Well, there's Weiss beers and there's darks and there's, you know, Fest beers. Spaten, that's a dark one. That's a really good. Spaten? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. All right. Um, All I really know is I'd love to go to Germany. I've always been kind of fascinated with Germany. I'd love to. Is That might be surprising to hear from what I'm saying. But <laughs> all I really know is going to uh, Prost around here. That's the, the only place I've ever been that tries mm-hmm. to pass itself off as German. Now, there is Leavenworth, Washington, which is pretty awesome. Which it's I think like is the, probably not the same thing as being in Germany. Oh, it's probably not. You think it's... Well, I've never been, so I don't want to discount it, but uh, there's Helen, you, Georgia, which is, I think it's similar mm, concept. Like a Bavarian style town. Mm-hmm. All right. But I mean, you know, beer, it, I it's possible to get imported beer from somewhere and I've never, I can't think of like, holy shit, this is some amazing German beer. Oh, well, I'll take you. Um, Prost doesn't really have good German beer. They have German beer and it's fine. There's better really? places. Mm-hmm. Mm. Mm-hmm. Maybe I need to branch out. Yeah. Uh, y- yes. <laughs> what is the good beer? Oh hmm? God! <laughs> I know that's those are three of those four words were real. Yeah, <laughs> and I said five words. So. <laughs> mm. Yeah, you know that's fair to middling. Fair to middling. <laughs> I know vo east z. Uh, vo east is uh, where is mm-hmm. z is some version of the nope z s i e it is no it's not oh. You're going to challenge me on German? Oh, you speak it. Fuck. <laughs> Eight years. Uh, what is... Uh, S-I-E is not a version of that? S-I-E is the... Um, <clears throat> sorry, the formal U. If I was talking to like a professor, I would use Z. Well, God damn it. You're making me look bad here. I'm sorry. You Yes, started. and, Rebecca. Yes, and. I can't. <laughs> not with the German language. Oh, I totally screwed up in, in my mind. For quite a while now, I have thought that S-I-E was a version of the, like, depending on what you were about to say. You're thinking D, D-I-E. C. (laughs) (laughs) Oh. Damn it. Yeah. D, okay. Yeah, but. D or das. I think it'd be, or dare, Um, but I'm pretty sure. Dare. Beer is neuter, so it'd be das. Tolles das beer. And I'm still butchering it. I'm sorry. Somebody is still yelling at their computer for this. No way. <laughs> They're like, um, well, well, it's beer. You don't know beer in German? Beer. Oh, okay. Well, then what, how are you butchering it then? Just I, the accent? Yeah. Oh, come and on. It's, That's, what, are you, what are you expected to have a perfect accent for? Because I, I took it for eight years and I should know slightly <laughs> better. So it's a wasted away. Yeah. It is interesting to hear about i mean this is a common sense thing but you just don't think about it in other languages that there really are like hugely different accents even within the same language like we would just picture german as but i even remember hearing that i remember reading that hitler actually had a hard time like gaining popularity because he had this really austrian accent with his german i mean i know there's different accents and i remember being able to pick up on them a little bit when i was taking it and i was still familiar with the language um but now i've kind of lost that but yeah that is weird and, oh, God, I know that we butcher it. I can't imagine what I sound like if I'm speaking German to a native German speaker. 
probably just laugh. I feel bad. Why? I don't know. Do you laugh in the face of people trying to speak English? All the time. <laughs> <laughs> no, not really. You're like, oh, look at this simpleton trying to Come learn on, language. Come on, get it right. Wow. How long <laughs> you been in town? Yeah. All right. Well, I'll have a little German, I have a little work on my German to do. Yeah. I downloaded so. the, I got like a, somehow they had some crazy deal on Rosetta Stone and it was like, I don't know, maybe this wasn't legit. It was like $30 for like a huge program. And it sounds like you, did you like buy the DVD from somebody no, on the side no, of the road? It, no, it was a, it was a Groupon actually oh. where you got to download the software and then it doesn't, there isn't a subscription to it. I think I saw that and I considered it and then. Yeah, it was a real, it was an impulse buy. I was <laughs> just like, well, yeah. Did you get, we'll so you that. got German? Yeah. Okay. I'm going to work on it now. I <clears throat> got through it just for a little while, was all into it, and I don't know what happened. <laughs> I think you need to try again. <laughs> Did I tell you about um, the summer that I worked in a lab in Germany? I have heard about this, but I, I haven't heard all the details, so you should fill me in again. Uh, well, just in terms of knowing the German language. Uh, there was a kid from Georgia Tech. Uh, it was when I was in school, too. And so he got there maybe like two weeks before I did and knew no German at all. And I guess um, it didn't quite get communicated to the office in Germany that I did know some German. And mm. so they just sort of assumed that I was on the same level as him. Uh, so they would just talk <laughs> about us in German in front of us. And I was just like too scared <laughs> to say like. Seriously, you never called them out? No. How could you not do that? What am I supposed to say after like the second day? Then it's awkward. I was terrified the first day. And then the second day, I just like didn't quite know what to say. and like still self-conscious about my Germans. So I didn't want to say anything. And then after that, you know, they're talking all the shit about us. It's awkward to bring that well, up at that point. It's kind of like if somebody starts calling you the wrong name, you got to call it out immediately or else you're Bob now because you uh, can't do it a month later. My RA called me Rachel for a good half a semester. <laughs> so you got to speak up, Rebecca. It was fine. That's a perfect scenario where you could all of a sudden just chime in and they're like oh. like you could totally get them but it's the thing of like i felt like so awkward about correcting them and i didn't want to and then it was just too late you know at that point like it's way too awkward if you correct them a week into it well yeah because at some point they're like oh my god she's exactly. just been silently listening and not saying anything exactly but that's but on day two you could have definitely I, I was scared they're intimidating well yeah man but that's just a that's just a prime. See, I always, I always wish I knew either, you know, I don't know. It's, it's usually more like, um, it's usually more people speaking Chinese or something that or like you, they're just talking that language right in front of you. And I'm, I always wish I could know what the hell they're saying. <laughs> I don't have any goddamn clue. Yeah. I definitely could have done a more useful language than German. I think. Yeah. That's not going to come in handy that often. Yeah. I just I, correct you. Well, yeah, that came in handy for you tonight. There we go. There. Once a year. I guess I don't intimidate you that much because you were happily calling me out. I don't think I happily called you out. <laughs> it was just, it was for your education. Yeah. Yeah. It's okay, for your own I benefit. Know, das. Mm -hmm. Damn it. What was I thinking? Z? Oh, stupid. All right. Well, it was also stupid of me not to go to that concert. It sounds like it was pretty fun. Oh, so much fun. And then what, tell me about your other one too. So you also went down to what, Eugene? Mm -hmm. We went well, to Eugene the weekend before, uh, for Mad Decent Block Party, uh, which is an EDM festival in the yeah, amphitheater wow. that's there. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Interesting. Yeah. So we actually had a really good time. There was like an EDM tent at Sasquatch. Uh, that was a lot of fun. 
And so I think like... That was some of the most fun I actually had at Sasquatch, to be Yeah, we had an awesome time. And so right after that, we got back and like Ben found it. Are we still like, you know, kind of riding that wave of like, oh yeah, that was fun. We should do that again. So we got back and Ben told it, you know, like sent the thing out. You sound like you're going to drop a bomb that it wasn't that great. (laughs) That's what you're sounding like. Uh, No, it was, it was a lot of fun. It wasn't entirely what we expected. Um, So we go down to Eugene, we drive down Saturday, it's Saturday night. We're all, there's five of us sharing a hotel room, which is... A yeah. story in itself. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I was the only girl. So, by the way, dudes, disgusting. <laughs> Why? What, they're just farting up a storm or what? <laughs> yes. We walk into the room and all of them go to the bathroom before me. Three quarters of them went and just like took a shit. I'm like, guys, come on. Like, warn <laughs> me first. At least tell me so I didn't like pee before you guys get in there. Yeah, that would have been thoughtful. But they probably were not able to hold it any longer we drove from port it's a two-hour drive oh yeah did you guys stop for some food <laughs> yeah there were bathrooms there that were singles well i've hung around scott enough to know <laughs> i know but he was due uh, every- apparently they all were they could have just given me a little bit of warning that's mm-hmm. all i'm saying but aside um so yeah we go to the festival and it's all just like 16 year olds Mm. Um, and I've never really been to an EDM festival. Uh, no one really dressed the part at Sasquatch, but they're all wearing next to nothing. Like so many see-through oh, shirts. Rebecca, you're growing up so fast. I. You're going to be an old lady in no you're time. You're right. Yeah. I've, this sense of modesty is new. <laughs> um, no, but like nothing. They were wearing thongs, just thongs. And then like a little crop top or something. Like just underwear thongs. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. I mean, like I saw some that I owned, but. I don't wear them as outerwear. It was weird. Um, God, I love that thong. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, and then they were like in the bathroom comparing where they got their thongs. But I really don't All think right, that's weird. That like, although I don't know where I was when I was sixteen and where these girls were. That... Uh, they were at the EDM festival. Apparently, you should have gone. My God, I didn't even yeah. know EDM existed when I was sixteen. <laughs> you should have brought in your horizons. It was nothing but uh, big and rich, and uh, you know Alan Jackson back then. Oof. I don't think girls were wearing that to their shows. No, I don't think so. Um, That's kind of bizarre. So I, it's kind of like the uh, Miley Cyrus like generation of girls. Is that right? I guess if you want to classify them as such. But yeah, I mean, they were just wearing nothing. There was this girl next to me wearing like this nude lace bodysuit. And I didn't want to look too closely to see if like how see-through it was or not. Because I know she was under 18. I felt, I mean, I felt like I was breaking laws by looking at some of these girls. Well, um... Yeah, that's tough. That legally, that's probably tough. Yeah, <laughs> I'm kind of so, glad I wasn't there. Actually, all the guys I was with were just—I mean, like staring straight ahead at the stage. Well, that's good. <laughs> Try not to be. You kind of find out who your friends are. Uh, you know, if, yeah, if someone's kind of like a wandering eye. Like she's 12, dude. <laughs> like, I know. So that—I mean—they were all really well behaved. Yeah. Um, somebody was dancing with a 17-year-old for a little while, but that was just dancing. Yeah, it's just yeah, terrible dancing, a little hand holding. It was nothing. Oh, she had, she was nude. <laughs> That's weird. She was dressed. Yeah. So it was a weird experience. I mean, like the music was fun. Um, we really enjoyed it. We had a good time. Awesome trip, but it was just a really young crowd and not quite what we we're expecting. I've never felt so old at a concert. Yeah. Well, I felt pretty old at Sasquatch. So if I went to this, I probably would have just left. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It- I didn't, I mean, why is EDM such a young, I don't know. Dang. Maybe it's like a Eugene thing or, you know, like nobody else wants to go stand outside and like wait in that line or Where something. Where are these parents? I don't know. 
I don't know, like who dropped their kid off wearing fuzzy boots and a thong and that's it, really. Like, yeah, like a little tube top. Jesus Christ, parents? dads, where are you? Uh, Dre turned to me at one point during the concert and just like wide eyed and said, "I never want to have a daughter." This is when they were all up on stage twerking, which also felt really awkward to watch. Well, plus these DJs and guys up there are probably 35, right? Yeah, but like none of them felt creepy. Like it didn't feel like they were like really encouraging objectification, except for the one point when Diplo said, let me see if you can make your booty clap. (laughs) A bunch of 14 year old white girls. I'm sure they just were clapping. Like none of it was good. Ah, uh, okay. Damn it. Now I got a visual. Mm-hmm. Shoot. You did My that bad. to yourself. My fault. <laughs> yeah. Um, parents, come on. Don't, I, I feel like, yeah, I'm an old man now. You can't let your kids do that. Yeah. You really should try to steer them clear of mad decent. Yeah. We played the game of who's older than us here and it did not go well. Was there really anyone? Uh, there was like security guards. A handful of people, but I'm not kidding. Like, a, it really was. I think I saw fewer than five, but the benefit of that was there was absolutely no line for beer. Oh yeah. Yeah. (laughs) They're probably all like eyeing you when you, when you leave like, Hey, can I get your beer? (laughs) Uh, yeah, probably. Was Brian there? Mm -hmm. He's like what? 28. Yeah. Ben is 27. I've been the oldest people there, huh? Oh yeah. So we were playing who's older than Brian. Yeah. (laughs) God, now I'm glad I'm not there because it would have been me instead. Mm -hmm. Ooh, bullet dodged. (laughs) Well, I do really actually kind of like that music. I ended up listening to it a decent amount, like at work and stuff. It was, I mean, it was fun. I, it would have been awesome had it been a slightly older crowd. So I just didn't feel like I was being a child predator the whole time. Yeah. But, Hmm. you know. All right, Rebecca, I have, I had a thought and I wanted to run it by you. Okay. I could be way off. Mm -hmm. This is a serious topic. Mm -hmm. It's about the NFL. And no, it's not about Ray Rice. Okay. Even though that's sort of the topic, but I just heard some stuff and I got me thinking about it because now this is a serious thing. There was a guy that just, I believe he committed suicide. Mm-hmm. I don't think he killed anyone else, but he committed suicide ex player. And when was this? It was within the last week. Oh, I missed it was that. an ex, um, uh, chiefs player. I think, I think he was, uh, I'm not totally sure what position, but he was in the league like four or five years, I think. And, mm-hmm. um, he maybe you know about this. Um, well, you absolutely know about this. The w- is is there sort of an emerging brain or disease that they're starting to identify as re- as related to football, and it's due to re- uh, head trauma. You know. Yeah. Well, not like football necessarily, but yeah, there are certain uh, neurological disorders that are related to repeated traumatic brain injuries. Yeah. They call it like CP or like they had some name for it. They were saying. Um, I thought it was an act. It was just DE or whatever that they said that they've sort of linked, and it's been it's something related to dementia, right? Was that it? And they didn't mention dementia specifically, but they did mm-hmm. say that it's due to repeated blows to the head, and that because there has been a group of people that have committed suicide and had weird stuff happen yeah. over the last few years, and that like six of them or something had signs of this disorder. And that makes sense. I mean, there's certainly. Like you, I mean, you can see changes in the brain after repeated blows to the head. Yeah. Um, so it's crazy. I remember the guy that committed suicide, I think two seasons ago now, and I can't for life me remember his name. Um, but he shot himself through the chest and then like left in a suicide note that he wanted his brain to be examined. Yeah, I remember reading that. 
Yeah, yeah. That's, that's creepy at a weird level where you recognize what is up with you, but you can't deal with it. I, I can't imagine that. I mean, that's nuts. Yeah. You better really, hit your heart too. Otherwise it's like a painful shoulder <laughs> hit. Oh my God. Yeah. Um, it's, that's scary. And I, it's a big problem that I have with the NFL because there's that lawsuit now about like how they're going to treat players and what they're going to do in terms of, uh, insuring them when they are. I mean, cause the stats are crazy for the amount of ex NFL players who have like dementia and Alzheimer's and that sort of thing and other neurological disorders. Cause yeah. it's much, much higher than the general population. All right. Well, I'm going to sound like a monster. Maybe you can set me straight. I had the thought at least, okay. It sounds like it's undeniably true that Mm -hmm. repeated hits to your head cause long-term damage. Mm -hmm. Most, if not all of the players know this. Right. They have to know this now, I Mm -hmm. would think. They definitely choose to still do it. Right. And I just had the thought that if you're a fan, I mean, there are lots and lots of things that we decide to go out and demand from the market place mm-hmm. that cause that put other people in huge risk. Okay. And it's not just stuff like the NFL, mm-hmm. even stuff that we don't need. I mean, like now we, now we obviously need stuff like, paper you know i work in the timber industry it's the most dangerous job in the country what you can do is be a, is a lumberjack mm-hmm. now of course you need wood so that's kind of different but you still go out and buy crab legs that's the second most dangerous job right so should you feel bad about buying crab those people actually are out dying um i mean <laughs> Are you asking for like my opinion on how moral that is? Yeah. If somebody, if somebody said, Hey, I'm not going to watch the NFL anymore because I think it's terrible what's happening to these players. Should they think about other professions like that in the same way? Uh, I don't know. I mean, I feel like, I mean, you can say it for the NFL, but the same for like, you know, the crab fishing that the, whoever is employed, they know the inherent risks and they are well compensated for it. Yeah. Um, same so, with NFL. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so if they're putting themselves at risk, then oh, who am I to be morally against that? On the other hand, I do think the NFL is not handling it well. And I do have a big problem with the way that they do that. So how they're sort of allow information to kind of trickle out and, well, I think to my knowledge, they still haven't admitted that there's any sort of link yet, even though all this data is coming out, right? I mean, I didn't, I haven't been reading up on it recently. I guess that's a good question. I don't know if they officially have really or not. Uh, I mean, it's so obvious. Yeah, but as far as last year, I don't think that they had. I think that they were denying it. Yeah. Um. Well, it's kind of like, I don't know. It's kind of like Muhammad Ali. You know, everyone just talks about him. What they say he has Parkinson's, right? He he does have Parkinson's. <laughs> but he he had repeated blows to the head, and there's all kinds of stuff that happened. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's uh, that's obvious, right? Well, yeah, and it, yeah, I mean, Parkinson's. They are saying that. I don't really know the statistics on it, and I should. Um, but it could have just been that he had a genetic predisposition to it, and that kind of set it off. So a lot of it is a mix of genetic and environmental factors. So maybe right. had he not gotten repeated blows to the head, 
you know, he wouldn't have Parkinson's or, I mean, look at other boxers. I don't really know of anybody else that has Parkinson's, any other boxers. I'm sure there are, but I sound, mm, I sound like a bad person. I'm just blaming them for it. Uh, <laughs> well, it's a little different because why don't you name eight boxers? I mean, it's not so hard, easy to do. You yeah, know? I know I mean, a couple. No, I just think I could do eight. I'm not trying to insult you. <laughs> I put. I mean, I think that would be the, probably the over under maybe for the average person. <laughs> how many they could name? Um, and you're only going to name the champs. Yeah, that's true. I uh, wish boxing would come back. Actually, has it? I mean, I guess it has kind of faded. It's still I mean, MMA is just more compelling right now. Yeah, that's and true. I yeah, it's just. I think it's. I think boxing is more exciting. If if Ooh, I'm gonna make a fucking bold <laughs> statement, I think it is more exciting because it's tactical. You know, people sit back and you wait. For, I don't know. It's just different. I, the MMA. I don't know what it is about it. I've never really enjoyed it that much. Hmm. It seems just kind of. Mm, I don't know what it is. I don't know what's the difference. It's like um, oh, yeah, um metaphor uh, time. It's like uh, I don't I don't have a good one off the top oh, of my head. No. I was gonna try to do a NASCAR F one comparison, but I don't know which one would be which. <laughs> and NASCAR sucks, kind of. It is it is wildly different though, and I don't know that much specifics about what really goes into MMA. I'm just totally a casual observer. But yeah, I don't know what it is about. It. I don't enjoy it as much. But the idea of going out there for like 15 rounds and like just outlasting someone and taking just blows. Speaking of blows to the face. Just like, oh, can you imagine? And then no. finally knocking somebody out. God, it would feel good. No, I can't. Uh, oh man, you just like throw some hook and down goes goes uh, whoever. No, I I can't imagine hurting anybody like that. Well, I can't either because I, I I can't even throw a good punch like in my dreams. <laughs> I think if I got in a real fight, it'd be like, whoa. You like, punched me in the shoulder. Like, I don't know. <laughs> you you know how like you know how you ever heard that whole thing where like. A lot of times, and I actually am kind of like this too, where if you're like in a dream and mm-hmm. you have a gun, then all of a sudden, like, if you're someone that doesn't have tons of experience with guns and have never shot at anybody, then you like kind of like can't do it in your dreams. Does this happen to you? Or have you ever had a dream with a gun in your hand? I can shoot a gun, so. I mean, I can shoot a gun too. Oh, then. But it's, have you had a dream where like you've seen someone and shot them? No. Have you ever had a dream with a gun? I don't know. I don't really remember my dreams. No? My dreams are pretty mundane. Like if I'm stressed out, then I'll like about like an exam or, or like a paper or something Then I'll like dream about not waking up in time to take it. That's about it. Wow. That's exciting. I just said they were mundane. <laughs> I had, oh, I forget. I was sick a couple of weeks ago and I had a fever and I had some awesome weird dreams because of that, but I can't remember. Oh yeah. Some of those are kind of trippy. Yeah. Those are weird. Um, I especially dream hard if I haven't, like if I actually nap, if it's in the middle of the day, yeah, it'll I, be totally insane. Yeah. I get those too, but I don't think i have violent dreams no i don't really have them either it's like it's hard to describe i always said what it seems like sort of like almost like a toy gun like it's not like i have dreams where there's i'm in combat or something but all right she's shaking her head at me but guys out there people people gotta have dreams sometimes you have a gun i would think right i'm sure people do but see for me it's like the gun never works Uh uh-huh um usually what it is is like the trigger is like a 50 pound pull on it. Like it's like, it does not want to go. And I, and I've actually read somewhere that if you've never, you know, seen someone aimed a gun at them and fired at them, that, that you like, there's, it's like, 
you would have sort of trouble doing that. And it's like, it works that way in a lot of things hmm. where if your brain kind of like hasn't mapped out very clearly how that sort of would go, mm-hmm. then it kind of doesn't know what to do sort of. And it can sort of, so like I'll have dreams or like, I can't throw a punch at someone <laughs> like it doesn't, it has no force behind it or I totally miss or whatever. And it's cause I've never punched anybody. I, so anyway, I don't, but no, no. no you just I'm sorry. Have, I can't just, corroborate. Just late for late for class dreams. Uh, yeah. Or I have dreams that have uh, disappointed my mom. Oh. <laughs> oh. I accidentally told her that. Um, because I think I like felt really bad, and I called her the next day, and I told her, and uh, like a couple months later, she referenced it. She's like, "Did I, did I make you feel like I was disappointed in you constantly? Like, no, I'm sorry. It's not like an underlying. Even then, you didn't want to say yes. You didn't want to disappoint her. Well, yeah, but she never did. God. I'm sorry. I'm <laughs> disappointing everyone. Oh. I think you should relax a little bit. Were you, <laughs> you. are you ever even the kind that would be late for class anyway? Um, Have you ever been late for class? I'm sure I, in high school, I used to skip first period a lot. Oh, you rebel. I know. Um, no, I mean, especially now, our classes are like five people. I can't really be late. It'd be pretty noticeable. Yeah. Uh, no, but I haven't been late to class since I've been back in school. So, yeah. How's that going? You just started back up. Oh, it's already super busy. I'm already stressed out. Like I get this, uh, this is your first week though. This today was the first day. Yeah. Today was the first day of the new quarter. You're already stressed. Yeah. I mean, we Isn't had an assignment this syllabus too. day. No, uh-uh, not in grad school. <laughs> this is grad school. Yeah. I know. I don't even have class for like another couple this of weeks. Is, this, see, for me, this is the day when I show up, haven't bought any books. And I just find out the lay of the land. Well, I mean, like, cause I've been like in lab, like I've been around school, that sort of thing. So like, I haven't really escaped it, but now like, it's just all this stuff. Like I got all these emails and like things aren't working out and like falling through. And then like, they're like changing all these policies and it's just awful. And, um, we're already planning, like I've got a huge like second year paper. That's like a big component uh of our program due middle of march and we're already talking about like scheduling and that kind of thing like our interview weekend is end of february now and so my boss was like yeah i already i already asked that you not have a whole lot of responsibilities for that because you're gonna be stressed out so it's in march and we're already planning on me being stressed out which is stressing me out now oh god i'm already stressed crazy yeah i mean it's exciting though you know that's no what you're doing it's not exciting this is what you signed up for well not to be stressed out constantly Mm-hmm. I'm stressed for March. Mm-hmm. Put your time in. It'll be worth it. Can you guarantee that? No. I have four <laughs> more years. There's just I mean, deadlines and being stressed. And then I have got to a find cool a real opportunity. Job. Yeah. A lot of people would love to be able to try what you're doing, but they wouldn't be able to do it. But you actually have the opportunity and you can. So. Do people want to try like slicing mouse brains? I don't yeah. Mm. Yes. I'll tell you what I'm really doing it for. It's to make me, people call me Dr. Hood. Mm, that'd be sweet. Uh, everybody is calling me that. Everybody? Yeah. Okay. So, just get, get back at your mom that way. Well, she'll call me that. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. That would be pretty badass. Yeah. Doctor. Mm-hmm. And when you, like, fill out online, you know, forms or whatever, and you can pick your salutation. Well, doctor. It's going to be some like generic form that just says Mr. and Mrs. You're going to be pissed. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to call and complain. <laughs> I did not spend five years in grad school. 
it is kind of crazy that that's that much time and it seems like you're already involved in so much stuff and just from the way you talk about it it seems more like you've been doing this for a really long time but you have so much time left i know it's just it's going to become even more all-consuming i'm yeah. just may as well set up a cot in the lab do you you don't have to name any names of course. I mean, do you feel like there's going to be a hundred percent graduation rate with all the people, you know, there better be, but there can't be statistically. Right. I mean, why not? I mean, isn't it just the kind of thing that people drop out of? Uh, yeah. Um, I've, I don't know. Like we've kind of been joking around about it because apparently every class before ours, somebody has dropped out yeah. of the program. Um, so it's sort of been a joke. A running joke about who's going to be the one to leave. But I love my classmates. They're the best. And it's not going to be the same if there's only three of us. So we're just going to have to peer pressure everybody else into staying in for all yeah. five years. Yeah, that reminds me. Um, saw that, that link actually you sent about this person dropping oh. out of NYU. Oh, oh And then God. it's a fund me campaign to, for her living expenses for her to fight the fight against debt. For debt. a month before she starts finding a real job and then she's like it's like a pity party because she doesn't have a college degree and therefore is going to have a hard time finding a job so she wants at least a month of living expenses including her metro card paid for you know for some reason i i i get why it's ridiculous i'm a little hesitant to really jump in against it only because i don't think i'm well enough versed on like colleges to me seem like this big black hole of like why are the costs so high and why are the administrators paid that oh. much and who kind of pulls the strings there? And, and I think that's completely true and completely valid, but I think that the way that she's going about this is wrong. And I think the fact that yeah. if you have those hesitations, don't get two years in to a really expensive school studying, mm-hmm. um, creative writing. <laughs> <laughs> Do it on your own time. <laughs> You know, you know I, what's weird? One thing I, I thought of when I read her kind of manifesto mm-hmm. was that I've been sort of toying around with the idea and kind of picking away at learning things here and there about coding over right. the years. And mm-hmm. I haven't really taken it seriously yet, even after all this time. I've like, I probably reached out to Shetman for some advice <laughs> like four years ago or more, mm-hmm. and it hasn't really gone anywhere. But I am considering some of these options that are out there. You, this is like a real viable career path that's totally available, almost free. Oh, yeah. If you're willing to just go down it, mm-hmm. you can totally go down that road. And there are so many options other than just going to a liberal arts college and mm-hmm. spending $120,000 over four years to go there. I know. So it is hard to have sympathy there. Yeah. You can go so many other routes. Even if you just go to community college for two years and then transfer. And have really good grades and maybe get some sort of scholarship after that. Mm-hmm. There, and that is like nothing. To, and they'll let any, I got in. <laughs> they let anyone in to CC. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know. I mean, I feel bad and like I get the whole thing of like the push to go to college. Like it wasn't a question for me and my family and like the mm-hmm. same general attitude in my high school. Like you're going to go to college. We'll find a way. Everybody has to, you can't do anything without a degree. So I get that. And then like, if you get in and you just get this like insurmountable amount of college debt and I get that that's scary. And you know, maybe you get in and you realize that having a degree really isn't going to help your chances of employment or whatever, or you figure out how long, like how far into your life you're going to be paying off the student debt that's accumulated. But 
I don't know. I mean, I feel like we're all kind of struggling with that. I feel like there's so many people and there's so much student debt in our generation and we're all sort of screwed in the same way. Well, and if you, I know that it's not really fair overall, but like if you did just forgive student loan debt, Mm -hmm. it would be like a stimulus package directed only at this demographic of low income (laughs) college graduates. Mm Mm-hmm. That seems like it would be a great thing for the economy. Yeah. But it's some sort of those bigger economic questions that are freaking hard to answer because who really does pay for it? What is it? Older taxpayers kind of just footing that bill or future generations. But it's a huge, it's a huge, uh, it's like, it's like holding down the brakes a little bit on the economy, having that many people with that much debt mm-hmm. because they're not out buying shit with it. And they're probably not taking chances on things because they know they have to be paying every month so they can't risk as much. Mm -hmm. There's probably all kinds of implications for that much young people's debt. It's interesting um, just reading sort of about like our generation and the way that that's changed our spending. Because, I mean, we don't have a whole lot of mobility between jobs. If you find something, you stick with it as much as it sucks and as underpaid as you may be. Uh, Or buying homes. Yeah. Like, I mean, I think, yeah, like the rate of homeownership. Credit cards. I think that, I mean, that's a huge number of our generation that don't have credit cards. That's great if it's true. Yeah. Um, yeah, I remember seeing something that was actually like, I don't remember a lot of the numbers, but it was essentially making the case that young people, even ones that are in a similar financial situation to their their parents or just other generations earlier, are still much lower, they're much less likely to buy a house even in the same conditions because they're just kind of like worried. Right. Um, and I mean, the other thing too, is that, I mean, I have a lot of friends that had to move to find jobs. Mm-hmm. Uh, and if you have a house, that's a huge consideration to not move or that, I mean, that really ties you down or limits the jobs you can get. It's tough though, because did you hear much about this kind of big econ book that just came out recently, fairly recently about, I forget what his name is. He's a European guy. And then it's kind of had some controversy, but his major thesis is that income inequality continues and like really wealth inequality is in large part due to the fact that capital grow it it its value increases faster than non-capital i mean uh i'm not saying that right but like essentially owning land owning houses anything like that it um appreciates faster than non-capital items essentially they're just gaining wealth faster and it just continues to grow and grow and grow so it really if you're staying out of that market you're really like kind of hurting yourself i mean that makes sense i guess uh-huh. yeah i never did it's econ. like the, it's like the whole like you know whoever has the land makes the rules and all that kind of stuff i mean it's really still true yeah but yeah it's a, I mean, it's hard to buy anything around here oh yeah but yeah i it's tough. It's really hard to feel bad for someone too much because essentially for one thing, because of the wealth of knowledge, there's just information, mm-hmm. you know what the prices are for other colleges. You know what you're getting yourself into. Yeah. It's um, like, I, I don't know what, if you want to change it, it's hard for me to care as much. Like if you want to change it, change it before you ever went, be the 18 year old student that's going on this crusade about college prices. I mean, I'll, I'm much more likely to listen to that. Right. But it sounds like this person just is sort of mad that they're not going to get to graduate from NYU and they want someone else to do it for them and to help them. Right. And that's great, but that's what your family and friends are for. I don't know. And I guess, I mean, like, maybe the community 
understands and like commiserates and is a nicer person than me. And I mean, we'll help her out of this tough situation, but I, I don't know. I have a hard time being sympathetic about it. Um, what was it? Mm, lost it. Yeah. Pretty interesting. I don't know. Yeah. I'm pretty lucky though. That I don't have a ton of student loan debt, although I should be like aggressively paying this shit off and I'm not. Yeah. I got, I do pay more than I have to though. That's good. I, yeah. I got really, really lucky with mine. Um, Georgia had an awesome scholarship opportunity if he went to public school and maintained a 3.0 average uh Eh. well next (laughs) i mean that was incentive to really work hard uh they paid your tuition yeah we already talked earlier i i've weighed down on myself and my scholastic endeavors today (laughs) yeah damn it i'm gonna i'm gonna my kids are gonna hear what i did wrong oh my god constantly I'm sure. I'm going to be like a hawk looking over their homework. Don't be like me. Because I can't tell you how many goddamn times, Rebecca, that I showed up in class just, hoo-hoo-hoo-hoo, hee-hee, love just hanging out in class. And like, all right, get out of assignments from last night. And I'm like, oh, shit. Didn't do it. See, it happened so many times. Oh, like I just... Really- I was just an absent-minded kind of procrastinating. I was a trifecta of like sort of procrastination just straight up kind of lazy but then also just absent-minded there's like ways around that sure yeah planners and agendas and friends that would tell you that something was due Uh, no it was always too late it was like we're walking to class and someone's like how'd you do on that last night what last night (laughs) you know speaking of dreams i mean i'm so used to that i like kind of stopped relatively recently mm-hmm. but i used to dream about that all the time i always dreamt and i still do this actually about like i'm in a class and it's like the second to last day or something and i've gone like once and i'm lost and i always am like oh my god this is like the third time i've retaken this class and i can't graduate <laughs> or whatever that happens all the time because my brain like knows that i just <laughs> I don't know. Do just could do that. Yeah, it's terrible. I keep, I've woken up so many times going like, Oh my God, I did it again. I keep thinking that I'm like failing this class for the multiple fourth time. And then I'm like, wait a minute, what class? Wait. And then I'm, then it's gone. I'm like, yeah, okay. <laughs> so sad. That sounds terrible and panic inducing. Yeah. I can't quite imagine that. I would freak out. It was horrible. I'm sorry. But I also never studied all through everything. I feel like I never studied that much either. I don't know. Yeah. I think some people really kind of don't. Yeah. I mean, I was for sure the person that was doing everything last minute or like morning. I remember being in the library, writing a paper, printing it off and walking to class and turning it in. Like yeah. didn't proofread. Well, I had this really interesting conversation with one of my best friends at the time. Not really. I don't really keep in touch with him anymore, but uh, he was all like, we. he was like, you know what? I realized, Danny... Like, me and you are extremely similar. We're very close to being the same. The difference is I sort of, like, recognize when I need to do it a little earlier than you. And you recognize it a little bit too late. And we're extremely close and the all kinds of stuff. But I'll recognize a half hour earlier. Oh, my God, I have to do that. And then I go bust it out, turn it in. You recognize it five minutes early and you don't have enough time. And it's... That's a huge difference though. That and you got to recognize people out there. You got to <laughs> recognize when you have to turn it on because 
you know, you will be unsuccessful mm-hmm. if you don't do that. I got my assignment turned in with 10 minutes to spare today. I'm pretty proud of myself. Good job. Thank you. You'll probably, you'll get an A. Better. See, that, that was, my problem wasn't necessarily the work. If I did get it in, I did great. I have a really, really hard time with procrastinating. Like, I just don't want to do it. And so I'll just sit there and do something else. Mm-hmm. And the clock ticking down is like, it's new tomorrow. It's not like I'm not going to not do it. I don't know. I just have a hard time motivating myself to. <sighs> yeah. Mm. It's tough out there. But you, you got a few more years to work on your study skills and your. Oh, perfect. Yeah. I can't wait. That's good. <laughs> um, that's going to be, feel so good to graduate, man. Yeah. But I mean, the whole thesis defense is just sounds terrifying. Like when I talk about it, my palms get sweaty or when I think about like what's involved, I have to stand up and present every, all the work I've done in front of whoever wants to show up. And then, um, my committee, which is just faculty members, takes me into another room and just questions me about any aspect related to my research for two hours. It just God. sounds awful. Do you know right then? Or you couldn't know right then if you passed? I mean, I'm sure you get an idea of like... How it went. Yeah. And if you yeah. could answer their questions or not. Um, and Is it very subjective then on whether or not they pass or fail you? Yeah. But I mean, I think it's like pretty much consensus, you know. Like so they just kind of come together and say, is it good enough or not? Yeah, and I can't think of anybody that I've heard of in our program that hasn't passed. That makes it even worse, it though. Sounds, oh, oh thank Rebecca? you. I didn't hear. I didn't think about that, but thank you. First one ever. Oh, no one's Danny, ever this. I'm going to just wake up with nightmares of like, that now. This is like for the next four, four years, years from now. Yeah. Wow. Charlie's already, my boss has already started planning it for me. He's like, oh, oh well, God. when you have your committee meetings, you're going to bring food. And then, you know, when you defend, you're going to do this. And he's already like started like guessing which of my friends is going to show up for my defense. Wow. Yeah. I'm already well, that's, planning that's it. That's really quite the speculation. Cause speculation. Four years say. is, is. What do you think is going to happen to me in four years? Well, you could have different, you could have some different friends. Oh, I thought you were saying that I was going to drop out of the program. No, but you're <laughs> saying you're, she's speculating which friends are going to show up. I mean. Well, they're my best friends could, forever. Yeah. Forever. It's true. It's four more I'm years. sorry that I even questioned that at all. Come on. <laughs> um, a, a horrific fantasy football trade happened that must be mentioned. Um, I wouldn't say it's horrific. Rebecca. <laughs> uh, uh, I don't. Who proposed it? Was it you or me? You did. Uh, well, you said you needed a tight end. I did, and I still do. <laughs> well, he's gonna do better. It was just an <laughs> off week. Um, I had my tight end went down. I had just a really kind of bad backup tight end. So I looked through what we could do. Maybe mm-hmm. work out a little trade. I never trade cause I'm always like, uh, I don't know. I don't like trying to figure out the value and is it a good trade? And mm-hmm. I feel like I regret it every time, but I'm, I propose Steve Smith senior. I give her Steve Smith and she gives me Vernon Davis. Turns out that Vern, Vernon Davis got hurt like 12 hours later and basically mi- he's Wait, like, he had some spasms going into the weekend. We, then he went I, out in the no, third quarter. I want to state on the record that when we traded, he was she probable. She got the advance no, news. No, yeah. he was probable and we both looked up the news and we looked at the injury report. So you knew this before uh, I even made the proposition. Mm-hmm. He comes out of the game in the third quarter with back spasms, and then Steve Smith Sr. goes off for, what, three touchdowns? Mm-hmm. Yep. Like 200 yards? Yep. 
You got me like 25 Christ. points. And then I lost by 20. Vernon Davis got zero. Steve Smith got what? 24, 24. 25? I would have won this week. Well, I'm... Against my, my, at, at, at one point, my rival, Scott. <laughs> now I'm just with all the, the regular folk. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, the loss. people with one loss. Yeah, it's terrible. Yeah. We're still, so, we're still pretty elite. I'm Come on. not feeling so great. I'm sorry. Well, all my players will be off their bye next week. I'll be back. Would you have played Steve Smith if you'd had him last week? I made myself feel better by saying no, but I would have at least looked. He was projected at like 15. He was projected higher than some of the other guys I had in there. But I don't always trust the projections. Yeah, but and he Steve came Smith from... is 35. I know, but know? he came from Carolina, and then they dropped him, and there was like yeah. some whole big thing, and so they were playing Carolina this week. Well, so that's... A, yeah. Yeah. You know, it was personal for him. Ugh. I'm sorry. I feel, I legitimately do feel bad. I was kind of like checking Steve Smith and then how Vernon Davis was doing. And I, uh, I still think there's a chance that in five weeks, Vernon Davis is going to be getting 16 points. Mm-hmm. Um, and Steve Smith is still probably going to be good. I mean, he's been good forever, but I did have an interesting point though. He <laughs> scored, you know, between like, Right around four TDs for the last like five years for the whole season, and he already yeah, has three this year. He had like, three last game. It's not like he's game. gonna like tap out, you know. Like he's only capable of doing four in a season, and like oh done. No, I know, but I'm saying that last week when I made this trade, mm-hmm. he had one TD, okay. and it was projected probably he was gonna get another three over mm-hmm. the next fourteen so you, weeks. I feel like what you're saying is that you were just trying to unload one of your worst players on me for my uh, no. My I tight end. I thought he was a very respectable wide receiver okay in so kind of a fledgling offense when you're talking about what a travesty this trade was it turned out to be a travesty okay mm-hmm. yeah well yeah i think that's your fault Jeez, it's terrible i'm sorry <laughs> good thing i don't really care that much about fantasy it might sound like i do but the, when someone else really seems to be shit talking a little bit then all of a sudden i do care yeah oh speaking of when um uh, football, that bet that you made a couple weeks ago about the Seahawks Chargers game. Oh man. Yeah. When's that going to, I'm losing all around. <laughs> I don't know anything about football, I guess. Uh, I paid back my debt. Oh, did you? Mm-hmm. I didn't hear about it. Friday night. How was it? This was really fun. Good. Yeah. Was it? He got his money's worth. <laughs> Good. I mean, we went to you, Patty's. You're going to do that too. Um, on like Yam Hill and maybe second. Oh, that one. And they had all these, all these, um, is it called beer back or whiskey back? Beer back. It's beer back. Yeah, they you get whiskey with back. a beer back. Yeah. Okay, mm-hmm. I got you. Mm-hmm. You're like really an alcoholic if you're getting a whiskey back, maybe. Um, yeah. So they had all these specials there, so you could you we were kind of just drinking those, and I was like, well, I'm just gonna go all in then. And I'm not gonna watch <laughs> you get drunk on my dime. I'm gonna at least drink. So yeah, we drank quite a bit. It's like four of us from work. Yeah. Um, my bet. I haven't explained it yet. Mm-hmm. Sorry. Um. My, he, he actually suggested it. He's a big Chargers fan. He's from San Diego. I'm obviously a big Seahawks fan. This was a couple of weeks ago. And he said, Hey, let's bet on the Seahawks game. The line was six and a half. Seahawks minus six and a half. I said, I think that's a great bet. <laughs> and then the Seahawks lost outright. So oh, yeah, my lot. the bet was go to one happy hour for whatever place you want to go for the extent of the happy hour. I will buy every alcoholic drink you want. How long was the happy hour at Patty's? Uh, I think it was like four to six and, we, and oh. seriously, we got there at like four Oh five. Yeah. But you got off easy. Cause, uh, well, he wasn't going to go to some like all day happy hour or something. No, but I probably would have like 
gone to Suki's, which is a four-hour happy hour. Had I had I won that bet? Well, it also would really kind of need to be walking distance from the office. Mm. Well, I mean, Suki's Actually, is Suki's our closest bar. Far. Yeah, but um, yeah, he did it up. He yeah, we ended up at Boiler Room. Oof. Doing karaoke. Mm. Um, you know, I didn't sing, though. the night that we went out, um, right before our kayaking trip, the ill-fated kayaking trip. Um, mm-hmm. the other people that we went with who had never been to boiler room before, I guess, or like it just always been wasted when they went, didn't realize that it was karaoke. Hmm. Like, I mean, I said something to Benno about it weeks later. Like what? No, it was a DJ. Like, no, Benna, there was somebody really, really <laughs> poorly singing. Don't stop believing when we walked in. Like, that was clearly not recorded. That was, yeah. So they were pretty drunk. Yeah. Well, one person on our group wouldn't like couldn't get in he was too drunk to get in what is it what's his name big pete big will big will (laughs) god Uh, i saw him briefly friday night yeah yep big will Will. Mm -hmm. what's the big will big will (laughs) yeah so boiler room's always fun though it was a good time um but was it as good as saying taking back sunday live Mm, and they used nothing so especially since i was paying all night yeah and then we watched baseball it was actually a long night, mm-hmm. um, but we went to like tons of different places. But um, we watched baseball for a while, Mariners game. Got to bring it up real quick. Really sad because like four days ago or three days ago, the Mariners needed to win their last three games of the year, and they needed the A's to lose three games in order for them to force a tie. Seahawks mm-hmm. or Mariners did their part and won their three, <laughs> and the Angel A's Athletics. Yeah, they they lost their first two and then won their last one. Oh, it was just such a slap in the face. I'm sorry. Go all that way and then for nothing. Well, since the Braves are out, I just haven't even been paying attention. It's too painful. Yeah, it is painful, especially when you're that close. <sighs> always, they're always that close. Not the Mariners. Oh well, whatever. God, they've had some. Uh, mm-hmm. No, you know, no. Seattle got a Super Bowl championship. Okay, so you yeah. guys gloat enough already. We don't. Yeah. We don't need another. It's true. Mm-hmm. Seahawks and Seattle. Seattle's kind of riding high. Anyone else is riding high? Audible, baby. <laughs> oh, that's right. On top of the charts, Audible. You can get a free audiobook, free two week trial at audibletrial.com slash huge quickly. You'll be happy you did. I'm actually finally listening to Paddle Your Own Canoe by Nick, uh, not Nick. Uh, what's his name? Uh, 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 I'm sorry. Uh, uh, Nick Offerman. Oh, oh, that's right. You told me that. Yeah. Sorry. For some reason, I think Nick didn't sound right when I said it. That's weird. It's really funny so far. He's mm-hmm. got the greatest laugh. He randomly kind of throws in this like, <laughs> it sounds like a super like stoner, just kind of giggle. He's got this giggle. It's great. It's like he kind of laughs normally, but then he kicks into his real mm-hmm. laugh. If he's really, <laughs> it's so funny. And it's like what I've laughed out loud the most so far is his laugh. <laughs> but love it. You guys can get it for free, man. Audibletrial.com. Mm-hmm. Audibletrial.com. So she's <laughs> oh. quickly. <laughs> All right, Rebecca, thank you so much. Of course. Except for the trade thing. That was pretty low of you. Uh, No, I think we've established that was not my fault. Whatever. I'm over it. Clearly. Yeah. Uh, Were you when you were trying to get me to trade back today? Yeah. <laughs> 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 I, I was just testing the waters, you know. Mm-mm. Maybe it's like a rental thing. No, he's going to be a really good quarterback backup. I'm sorry. Oof. He's going to be a really good backup uh, receiver for my other superior ones. He's just going to ride my bench all season. Well, that's, that's what I would have done on mine. Mm-hmm. <sighs> all right. 
You can't make cho- good choices all the time, folks. <laughs> you heard it here first. Clearly. All right. Thanks, everybody. Thank you.